Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary, oh, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. Don't never lose his blood. And I will sing it again. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. Jesus, she 
the highest mountain and the lowest of the valleys. Watch your let's sing it again. And it reaches the highest mountain. To the highest mountain. Blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. for me way back on Calvary the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power the blood that Jesus shed for me gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power and it reaches it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley the blood that gives me strength from Onto your life, and I know the blood because a doctor report told me something, and I said, Hey, it can't be. 
and I spoke to Reverend. I said, Reverend, oh, these type of tests, sometimes they just go awire. But deep inside, a young man was crying. And I said, the blood, the blood of Jesus, it is not your will. It is not your will. I know by the blood. He says, do it again. And I went and I did it again. And it was perfect as a young baby. Because of the blood. So if you see me here Tuesday, Fridays, and Sundays, driving 80s or 60 miles each way, and paying toast and gas, there's a reason because of the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood has kept me. The blood has kept me. The blood has kept me, you and I. The blood has kept all of us. Let not our little issues take away what the blood has kept us away from. Let not our little differences take away the power of the blood. Because there is still power in the blood. There is still power in the blood. There is great power in the blood. There is great power in the blood. Father, we thank you for these offerings. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. See, as Christians, we have the word and the blood. We have the word and the blood. Amen. Because the scriptures tell us in Leviticus that life is in the blood. Life is in the blood. So let us not take for granted the power of the blood. The power of communion. So even at home, you should take communion. My just ran out. I need to go back to stop and shop and buy more. Take communion every day with your children. Says, ask for me and my house will serve the Lord. And there is power in the blood. Especially what's going on in our school systems. You need your children to be under the power and under the power of the blood. Amen. So, beloved, today, let us trust the Lord for the power that is in the blood. The power that is in the blood. Let us believe that there is no mountains, not even the Futajalan mountains, not Kilimanjaro, whatever it may be called, not Everest, not what's that mountain in Nepal, not even that. The blood reaches up there. And comes down to the valley of that mountain. The blood is from the head to the toe. Every sickness, every issue that has sort of no cast you, cast your soul, I mean, cast your spirit so down. The psalmist, the psalmist 51 says, David was like, Why are you cast down, my spirit? We have the blood. We have the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Christ. The blood. Nothing can overcome the blood. Because he sent his only begotten son and he was sacrificed on the cross. A shameful death. A very shameful death. So that you and I would have the power of the blood. That you and I would have the power of the blood. We will have the power of the blood. Amen. Wow. Father, we thank you. We thank you for such a time in your presence. Holy Spirit, use me as a vessel to share your word with your people, Lord. Father, I pray that every familiar spirit 
every familiarity, O oh Lord, that will stop your word from reaching your people, O oh Lord, be removed by the blood. May your word this afternoon have a free course, Lord. May your power continue to flow in our lives. May the blood of Christ that was shed on, on the cross so that we may know that you are, you are still in control. Thank you for the blood. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wow. We are blessed. We are blessed and highly favored. Amen. I think I've, I've felt a little bit far away from the church. So, hey, this thing has, has gone to bunk. May the Lord have mercy. Can you bring? Hey, shall I? We need to try and do our best. Amen. <laughs> well, Lord, the Lord help us. Someone should volunteer and ask for today. I'm buying a new vase for the church. Yeah. And don't worry about, oh, I pay my tithe. Yes, you know you pay your tithe. So, so I'm buying a new vase for the church so that the front of the pulpit will be nice. And the Lord will bless you. The Lord will bless you. And blessings is just not having some income. Blessings can be health. Blessings can be your children doing well. Blessings can be you having a favor from your, your boss. Blessings can come in many ways. Blessings can be you being favored by your parents. And, and receive an inheritance that you never imagined. Even though in your mind you felt that you were not the favorite one. Blessings can come in many forms. Amen. So today, we are continuing on the art of ministry. How many of you have the book? Can we see if you have the book with you? Yes. Amen. You should try and get this book. I think it's a, it's a very, I mean, this is one of the classic books uh, Papa have written. Amen. And I just want to say that for me, it's a privilege to stand here to share a word with you. And when our father, Reverend said, called at Davis, I need you to share a word of second service. At first, I was like, no, Rev. I was quiet for a bit. And I said, okay, I mean, I'm first love, so maybe Lady Pastor should preach. But before I was even able to say anything, he said, well, Lady Pastor is preaching first of your second service. But I was like, wow. And I said to myself, no, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be asked, to be asked, to be chosen to do something. So I'm grateful for the opportunity that our Father continues to give me. And he's, he's sharing powerfully in one of our branches. And I pray that the same spirit that he's ministering be upon me so that you also may be blessed. Amen. Amen. Because he is my father in ministry. And I believe that if it wasn't him who came to Manhattan, I'll still be, be one of the struggling Christians. Amen. But by his patience, his love for the people of God, he has drawn me closer to him. Amen. And many of us, he has drawn closer to him. Amen. Amen. You don't say, Pastor, it's just, just you. I know all of you too. But when you have the mic, you can say it. Amen. Amen. But, we, see, we are blessed to be part of this great ministry. See, Lighthouse is a phenomenon. It's a great denomination that I believe that we, all great, we are blessed to be part of it. Because we are in a house where the Lord has put in the heart of our Father the ability to write books. And books are a sign of longevity. Books are a sign. If Africa had writers two, three, four centuries ago to write, 
the continent will not be the way it is today. But because everything was all history, it was diluted as it passed from this generation to the next generation. Mathematics was invented in where? In Egypt. But it was all written on stones. People of the East used to come there to learn. But we should count it that we are so blessed to have a father who have not only written just not only one book, but so many books that others are being blessed by it. And the books are reaching nations. They are reaching millions of people. So, as, as part of the season 5 to 7, it's so important that we all be part of this season. Amen. Let us not exclude ourselves from this book. is actually for you and I to help us, to benefit us as both Christians, workers, and also as employees who are workers uh, and, and have bosses. Amen. Because, I mean, I, I don't know how many of you are your own bosses. Because you all have someone to report to. Amen. Well, even if you have your own company, you have customers to report to who, who, who send their, their complaints. So we all have something, someone above us. And this book is a book that it would bless you if you take the time to read it in the context of both for church and also for your own personal growth. Amen. Amen. Wow. I'm already blessed. Amen. So we have a quick instruction for Lady Juliet that we need to hold our books so that she can take a nice picture. Right? So, so please... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Let's learn the scripture for the day. 1 Corinthians 4, 7. Amen. Amen. So we're going to take it in parts. 1 Corinthians 4, 7. Corinthians 4, 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? Who has that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? 1 Corinthians 4 7. Again, 1 Corinthians 4 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou did not receive? Now, if thou did receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? 1 Corinthians 4, 7. One more time and then we take it off the screen. <laughs> so now we're going to do it in two parts. Okay, let's do it. Actually, you know what? Let's do it in two parts. Or three. Three, okay. So the first part is, we come up to from another. And the second part, did not received. And the last part would be now if. Because I think that's a little bit easier. Right. So, so... One, two, three. First Corinthians 4, 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? One. What hast thou that thou did not receive? Two. Now if thou did receive it, what thou glories as if thou hadst not received it? First Corinthians 4, 7. Again, let's start again. 1 Corinthians 4, 7. Who maketh thee to differ from another? 
And what has thou that thou did not receive? If thou did receive it, why thou, as if thou had not received it? First Corinthians 4, 7. Are we ready to take it off the screen? Okay, one more time. Hey, see, hey, this side, you, sh you should be able to just learn it twice. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we are doing it one more time, straight through. First Corinthians 4, 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what dost thou hast that thou did not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou had not received it? First Corinthians 4, 7. So now let's, could you please take it off the screen? First Corinthians 4, 7. <laughs> For who maketh thee to differ from another? Hey, please have mercy on us and put it back on the screen. Have mercy on us. Yeah, have mercy on us. Hey, put it back on the screen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, can we hear from this side? This side. Yeah, this side first. Because I know this side already got it. <laughs> first Corinthians 4 7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why that thou glory as if thou hast not received it? First Corinthians 4 7. Let's say it again one more time, then we'll take it over screen, then you have to say it by yourself. First Corinthians 4 7. For who maketh thee to differ? Amen. So can we, can we take it off and let this side say it? Amen. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Amen. So should we come to this side, to the right? Amen. Okay, let's put it on camera for this side. Amen. It's getting excited. Amen. Amen. 4-7. For who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not received? Uh, if thou did received it, why hast thou as if thou had not received it? One more time. They're really good. So can we? Okay. First Corinthians 4 7. Oh, 
Wow, amen. Amen. That was good. That was really good. Amen. Wow. 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 Amen. Wow. See, God has blessed our ministry with great, great grace by giving us these, these books so that, the, so that we could reach out to the world. Reach out to the world. See, a book is a sign of progress. And like I said, it's a sign also of longevity. Amen. Amen. And when you give a book to someone, you are saying to that person that there is a future. Amen. Amen. So I believe that we are such a blessed denomination. Amen. We are truly, truly blessed. Amen. And we should not take for granted the books that has written for us. We should, be bur- we should bury our heads in these books. Amen. And take from it what's in there for us. For there's so much wisdom, so much word, so much understanding in the books for our lives. Amen. Amen. And it's a scriptural, it's, it's, it's a, a scriptural base. Amen. See, how, see, there are many ways to work. But there's a way to work that will make you successful. Amen. See, if you are successful in working for God, most likely you will be successful in working for men. Amen. Because if you are successful in working for God that you yourself have not seen, because not many of us have seen God. Very few people the Lord has appeared to. And if you are, if you are successful in working in the house of the Lord, how much more the person that you see day to day that's the Lord said, if you say you love me, whom me you have not seen, and you hate your brother, whom you see all the time, then you are a liar. You say that you are a good Christian, and that's with me, I'm working in the house of the Lord, and I'm doing everything. When it comes to your job, all these, I mean, sinful, and I mean, unsaved people, the fact, one of the primary ways the Lord blesses us is through the circular jobs that he has given us. It's through the circular work he has given us. Amen. See, although we all know that, that God is the ultimate per- person to work for is the Lord. The ultimate person to work for is the Lord. Amen. But not all of us, he says many are called, but few are chosen. Not many of us are also willing to do the work. Amen. See, generally speaking, anyone who works in the house, who work in the house of the Lord, who works for the house of the Lord, is most likely to do well circularly. Most likely. If you are not overly righteous at work, if you don't look down upon those you work with. Because you feel that, no, these are a bunch of fornicators, a bunch of adulterers, a bunch of sinners, a bunch of political mumbo-jumbos. But the fact of the matter is that the Lord blesses us through the circular jobs that he has given us. As a lady pastor Sharon of us that says that pray for those who have authority over us, that we may have a quiet and a peaceable life. But sometimes we refuse to pray for those who have authority over our lives. Because we think they are so wicked that refuse to pray for them. Pray for them. Amen. See, how to, how to work well where you are. A lot of people are not successful because they don't work well. Because we are supposed to be a peculiar generation that blessed people. 
But because the fact that we don't work well where we work, that we are not even experiencing the blessing that's supposed to be part of our lives. We are truly not experiencing the blessing. Because it's that I've come in, I'm doing ABC. When you are given D, it's like a, a certain diarrhea has come. But it's a blessing that when your manager calls you to say, you know what, I want you to work on this also. That is, is also itself to tell you that, you know what, how they think of you. That is also a blessing for the Lord. Because it could have been given to another person. But you alone has been called to say, you know what, I know you are max. I know you don't have any more bandwidth. But I'm giving you extra this, extra this to do. That is the favor from the Lord. Amen. Wow. See, there is an act of working. Like everything else, there is an act to it. There's an act to it. There's an act of, of marriage. There's an act of dance. There's an act of singing. Like the way Auntie, Felicia, Auntie Jennifer sings. Even some of us who are very stiff. When she comes to her, you all start to move. Because she will make you move. Because she has perfected the act of leading praise and worship. Amen. As I said with you, see, our secular work is one of the ways that the Lord blesses us. Amen. Amen. So, the act of ministry, chapter 4, which talks about the 10 types of workers. Amen. Wow. And if you have the book, please turn, turn to that book. See, there are workers who are sons and daughters. Amen. May you be a son and a daughter in the house of the Lord. May you be a son and a daughter in the house of the Lord. So they receive the blessings. The prophecy you believe is the prophet that shall come to pass in your life. Amen. Amen. See, God is not respecter of persons. As even called Paul, who almost, almost tried to destroy the church. Paul wrote more than half of the New Testament. As some woman said to me years ago, how is it that the man who had never married wrote more about marriage? And I said, perhaps he saw what was marriage. And he realized the Lord also gave him the, the wisdom to write about marriage. So do not take away from him. Do not not listen to the instructions by Apostle Paul because he said he never got married. What does he know? Well, he knows a lot because after the New Testament, it's, about, it's written by Paul. Amen. Amen. And, and there's not someone from church or so now no one from here. Someone that you guys will, have never met will never meet. Amen. Some, some senior executive now who no longer lives in this country live in another part of Africa. And up to today, because of that spirit, she's still not married. Amen. So let us turn our Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter 2 and let's start from verse 19. Karen, I think if you can give me NASB because I don't think you have the English Standard Version that I like. So... Amen. Don't worry, we'll be done very soon. Amen. Wow. But I hope, but I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly. So that now, NSB, right? But I hope to, I hope in the Lord. 
Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly so that I also may be encouraged when I learned of your condition may the Lord send you a son because of your condition amen, amen. for I have no one else of kindred kindred heart who would genuinely 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 be concerned for your welfare wow can we do you have, I mean I think I have another version that's actually powerful than this so let me actually that who, who I mean who genuinely just care for your well-being hey. uh, it's, 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 it's amazing it's amazing it's, it's, it's really really amazing who genuinely care for your well-being amen amen so just bear with me for a second because I think I need to look for this version here see the English standard version says, for I have no said I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that so that I too may be cheered by the news of you for I have no one no one like him who would genuinely who, who would be genuinely concerned for your welfare for they all seek their own interests for verse 20 I think 21 for, 21 for they all seek for they all seek their own interests not the, not those of Christ you see the fact of the matter is that we all seek our own interest we all seek our own no matter what it may be whatever it may be we all seek our own interest but but Paul said that I'm sending someone to you I'm sending Timothy to you. He's a son. He naturally cares for you. He will naturally care for you. He will naturally care for you. He does not seek after his own interest. He seeks after the interest of his father. Seeks after the interest of Apostle Paul. And that is a son or a daughter in the house. See, when you are son or a daughter in the house, See, Apostle Paul was trying to make the distinction between those who, are, who seek their own interest. Between Timothy and others who seek their own interest. Even in the house of the Lord. Some of us, it may be that the reason we come to church is because we have a bad marriage at home. Because of issues at work. Because of a sick child. But then others may be that because you genuinely love the Lord. Because you appreciate and, and you appreciate your salvation. You appreciate that you are saved. That one day you will sit in the courts and see Apostle Peter, Apostle Paul, Matthew, Timothy, and so on and so forth. And it's because of that that you genuinely care for the people of God. But Paul was trying to show us that not everyone has their genuine interest. Not everyone has their genuine interest. That he does, he does not seek for his own interest. He's not in the ministry for gain. He's not in the ministry for financial gain. He's not in the ministry for financial gain. Like Lighthouse Chapel. This, this denomination is not in the ministry for money. It's the ministry for saving souls. <laughs> saving souls. For the souls of men. For the source of men. said, so Timothy would naturally care for you. 
He will naturally care for you. Not for, his, not for money. Not for money. Not for money. And you know why he sent Timothy? There were reasons why he sent Timothy. There were many reasons. It's because Timothy, if you look at the book of 1 Corinthians 4.17, please. For this, for this cause I have sent unto you, Timotheus, who is my beloved son. May you be a beloved son or daughter. If, and faithful in the Lord, who shall break into your remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ as I, as I teach everywhere in the church. You can't send someone who does not, who, who does not have the doctrines of the church in him or her. To go somewhere. Says, says, who is my beloved son? Who is faithful? Who is faithful? Faithful in the Lord. Who will bring into remembrance. 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 The things that has learned of me. The things, the teachings. That's why Timothy was sent to the church of the Philippi. That he was a faithful son. Again, let's go to... Second Timothy chapter three verse ten. But thou hast fully known my doctrines. How shall you send someone who doesn't know the doctrines of the church, who does not have the interest of the church, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, love, or charity, whichever one. And patience. Because Apostle Paul knew the state of the church. So he sent one of his very best. That this person, Timothy, is a beloved son. He's faithful. He knows my doctrine. He knows my manner of life. He knows my faith. He, he, knows, he, he, he knows my long sufferings. He knows my purpose and he knows my patience. So that he will minister unto these people. Hey, the church is so quiet. I, wonder, I need help. Amen. Amen. As I was showing on Tuesday, you see, there's a blessing that comes with being sent. And that blessing will make you famous. It will make you famous. If I show you the scripture, that blessing will make you famous. Who will make you famous. Amen. Amen. Who will make you famous. I'll give you the scripture if you would like to read. I'll give, you, I'll give it to you later. Who will make you famous. Because when you are sent. When you are sent. There's, there's a certain anointing and a blessing upon you. Amen. See, see, I would suggest to you that we begin to change our mode of working. From an employee to an ownership mentality. Because... People don't become senior managers or executives by being employees. And you don't become a son in the house of the Lord by being a Sunday churchgoer when, when it's convenient to you. Amen. Amen. See, the Christian work is not about when it's convenient to you. When you have that attitude, it's because you have not understood the price of salvation. When you choose other things, like, oh, this Sunday, I'm coming to church, I'm not going to church, I'm doing other things. 
that you have really not understood the value and the price paid for your, for your soul. For your soul. Amen. May the Lord help us to understand the purpose and the reasons for our salvation. So when you become a son, you'll become a son at your workplace. See, they will relate to you in a different way. There's a sudden favor that will come upon you. Who doesn't like someone, an employee, who says yes to everything? Who agrees and finds ways to be valuable to the company? Other than the one who's always, it's too much. I have enough to do. See, our attitudes as Christians has made it difficult for the blessings of the Lord to come upon our lives. Because at times, we are, we, our behavior is as though we are in the world. So we, are of the world not, we are not from the world. Even though we are in the world, but we are not from the world. Amen. Amen. So let us change the mode of our attitude to the point where see, you'll be so blessed that people will be jealous. They'll wonder why this person they wonder why Mary Pepper is so blessed and how, why she's always been called to corporate office to give presentations, to show us the better ways to do things. It's because she has understood that. She understood that there is a way to work for God and as you work for God, there's the blessing that comes to you. There's the wisdom and understanding that helps you to also work for man. Amen. See, when you are a son or daughter, a rebuke is not a problem for you. You think that I mean, Paul never rebuked Timothy? Loyalty is not an issue with you. I pray that God will make us sons and daughters in this house. That God will make us sons and daughters. Amen. You see, there are many ways to receive a blessing. But one of the surest ways to receive a blessing it's an inheritance as a son or a daughter. I know many years ago, I think I said something to you. I think I was talking to my dad and I guess my mom and so on and so forth. And he said something, oh, you, you need to behave yourself because otherwise, you know, whatever it is, it will not come to you. And I said, oh, me, I have enough. But I, in the foolishness of my mind, but as I read more and as I become a better Christian, I realize that true blessings comes from inheritance. May you receive inheritance. Amen. 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 See, second, there are workers, there are workers who have the same spirit as the leader. The same spirit as the leader. See, Paul sent Timotheus and a brother to the church at Corinth. Amen. People who have the same spirit as the leader as the pastor of the, of the church, like, I mean, uh, like our this great denomination. If you have the same spirit as, as the bishop, you see so much blessings upon your life. And that's, see, and that, that spirit is that, I understand that the soul is important. I understand that seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto your lives. Amen. Because we just learned, what did thou receive that what did that, what does that have that that did not receive? 
Right? And he said, you shall serve, and you shall do what? And you shall bless. Amen. See, Paul was not in the ministry for financial gain. What a blessing to find someone in the ministry who have the same mind and the same spirit as you. Amen. And you see, even if we have to apply that to our own lives in various ways, what a joy it is to have a spouse who have the same mind as you. What a blessing. What a blessing to have a spouse who's flowing. Who's flowing in all things. Who's flowing in all things. Amen. See, like I was saying, you see, you see, sometimes, like I said, we think that our blessings have been blocked by some auntie and some grandma somewhere who doesn't have tea. Hey! Your blessing has been blocked. He said, he said, you, he said, if you be willing, if you be willing, what shall happen to you? You shall eat the good of the land. If, if you be willing, if you be willing, you shall eat the good of the land. And he said, if two shall agree on earth, anything, anything, they can get it done. But your husband has become the, the Republicans and Democrats. Your, your husband in your eyes is Donald Trump. And the wife in, and the husband, uh, the husband in the eyes of the husband is Hillary Clinton. But, it's, but in the beginning it was not so. It was not so. Why our homes are not being filled with the blessings of Jehovah? Because we are not willing, we are not flowing, we don't have the same spirit. We don't have the same spirit. We think that someone else that we know who's not married to us is better than our husband or wives. Hey. Have you not read in the scriptures? Have you not read? Have you not read? Wow. Let us have the same spirit. Let us have the same spirit. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 12, 18. Wow, our time is almost spent. For this then I besought the Lord. Hey, Charlie Karen, we need some easy scriptures, so. oh. <laughs> 12, 12, 18. Uh, I urged Titus to go to you and I sent our brother with him. Titus did not exploit you. Did he? Did we not act in the same spirit and follow the same course? Hey! See, you can't send someone who doesn't have the same spirit. It will cost you more. You have to do a lot of what they call What's the word? It's like, it's like you have to go back and not even rework. It's like you have to, you have a lot of damage control. And you have to go back and try all this damage control. But it says that Titus, he, I sent him 
And he has, I mean, Titus did not, he, has not, he did not respond to you. He didn't come say, um, he didn't come and borrow money from you. He didn't come and ask you for this, and, or this or that. And he has the same spirit, the same spirit, the same spirit. The same spirit. May you have the same spirit. Amen. Wow. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. I'm already blessed. Amen. You see, if you look at the book of Numbers 12, 24, I mean 14, 24, it says that Caleb, 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 Numbers says, because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and, and, and follows me wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, ask the nearest person, what, nearest person, that do you, are you following wholeheartedly? Hey! Sometimes when we looked at the scriptures, I will bring him into the land he went to and his descendants will inherit it. That is the promise and the blessings that come to someone with the same spirit. That is the blessing. Because Joshua said that I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. Are we, do, are, are we following wholeheartedly after 15 or 20 years or 5 years of marriage? Or our hearts has been tainted by what the world think our lives, our marriages, our homes should be? Amen. Wow. Wow. You see, and I, I would also show when you have the same spirit, you know what, what happens to 2 Corinthians 8, 18. And I think if you, if you get an easy scripture, an easy verse, an, an, an easy version, sorry, I think. Right? It says that we are sending, we are also sending another brother, Titus. See, I don't like this one. But I'll read mine to you. With him we are sending the brother who is famous among you. Famous. When you have the same spirit, you become famous. You become famous. When you have the same spirit, you become famous. It says, it says who is praised by all the churches for his service to the gospel. Amen. So one of the things that Apostle Joe always says to me every time he sees me, Davis, continue your faithfulness. You've been very faithful from the day you've joined. And faithfulness goes a long way. You may not be the most eloquent preacher, the most eloquent prayer warrior, the most eloquent enemy teacher, but your faithfulness, your faithfulness, your faithfulness to the things that has been given to you, no matter who is in charge, because of your faithfulness, because that this is what I'm supposed to do, it doesn't matter who's in charge, I'll still do it the same way that I would do it, whether the head was here or the head. That faith, talk for the Lord. Because it didn't matter who was there. The Lord. Amen. Wow. I'm upon you. Because of having the same spirit. The Lord will exchange you, will exchange someone for you.
you will change. I mean, if something was to happen to you, you said he will change man. Amen. Wow. 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 See, then there are workers. Number three, workers who work for you because they owe their whole life to you. Like some of us, Charlie, uh, we owe our lives to Reverend Osei. I'm speaking for myself, for me. Because I know myself. That I owe my life to him because if it was not by the ministry, I'm, I'm not an easy person to deal with. Amen. But every day by the word, you are, you are laughing. You act like, no, like you are, are you an easy person to deal with? <laughs> Amen. But the word, the word, the word, the word, the word, day in, day out, the word, day in, day out, is making me a better Christian, 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 a better Christian. The word. The word. So we all know the story about us that. Philemon or Philemon, depending on what part of the world you are from. If you are from the continent of Africa, it's called Philemon or Philemon. So, since we are the western part, let us use some slangs. So, let us turn our scriptures to. <clears throat> See, there are people who work for you because they owe their very lives to you. See, when you think that you are self made, you have totally got it wrong at the beginning. But sometimes we had our beginning. Come, let's look at verse. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Continue. Both to me, to you and to me. Continue. We have a lot to read. I am sending him. I would have liked to keep him with me so that he could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that any favor you do will be spontaneous and not forced. Continue. Perhaps the reason he was separated from you for a little for a little while was that you might have him back for good. You see, we all need someone to speak on our behalf like that. See, when you have a great shepherd. Who says that yes, maybe he, had, he left you for some reason. Some made bad reasons, maybe things weren't working out and so on and so forth. He left and so on and so forth. But he has been good to me. He has changed. Now, see, he was there with you for a short time. But now, I'm sending him back to you. Forever. He has changed. And besides that, he's like one of us. He's a brother in the ministry. So receive him not as a, as a servant. Receive him as a brother. So wouldn't he owe his very life to Paul? That's what I said. I owe my life to Reverend to the ministry. It's because there's that very reason. Some of us, our marriages, we owe the success of our marriages to the pastors in the church. It's not your, your ten words of cooking for your husband. Or your 10 ways of how to speak well with your husband and your wife. Or how good looking you are as a husband. Or how pretty you look as a wife. 
It's not about that. There is more. He says, perhaps the reason, okay, can I continue for the next one? No longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is, he is very dear to me, but even dearer to you. Both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. This is how, this is how we should receive our brothers who have gone away and, and have come back. But they are dear to the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. See, some, sometimes some of us, our lives in the way we do things are so decompartmentalized that our treatment of, of, of each person is so different depending on how level, how high you are. See, Paul was saying that this is a level of humility. He said, welcome him as you would welcome me. If you give him yam to eat, if you give me yam to you know, I come to your house, then when he comes to your house, don't give him potatoes. Because he's a brother just as I am in the Lord. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. Charge it to me. If, he, if this person has wronged you, he said you are not talking to him or her. Let that be, charge it to me. You, you, you charge it to me. I'm the one who have done that to you. I, Paul, I'm writing this with my own hand. I will pay you back. Not to mention that you, 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 you yourself, your very self, that, 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 not to mention that you, that you owe me your very self. How quickly we forget our salvation, how the people that led us to Christ. The people that have helped us. The people that have helped us. The people that when we didn't have anything, that they have been, uh, uh, they have been pillars in our lives. We have prayed with us. People that have ministered to us financially in other ways. Then we forget. You become like the unfaithful, ungrateful servant. When all was forgiven him, he went straight to go to the, the other one that owed him something. How quickly we forget. How quickly. And this is what Paul said that, that I do wish, brother, that I may some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart. Refresh my heart in Christ. Amen. Wow. See, having a sense of indebtedness to the, to the Lord is a sign of how much you appreciate our salvation. See, see you know, Paul told Philemon, or Philemon, that you, even you, you owe your very life to me. See, see, sometimes we must all remember that, you know, that sometimes, even, see, like, the hands are not equal, or the fingers are not equal. They're not equal. And no one should take offense to this. Like, even if you look at it, it's like, the very person who, I mean, your last hope who proposed to you to marry you. 
Now he, he, he is like, no, your arch enemy. It's like, he's like your arch enemy. But what you don't remember is that the years were gone by. No guy, no man opposed to you wanted to spend their lives with you. But he did. Remember. Remember. So remember that this church has been a blessing to you. Remember that even your very marriage came about because you, you started to come to this church. Remember that you were saved from even having child, children out of wedlock. Because you came and the, and, and, and the pastor said, you know what, in this church, Chale, as for this, then it's not, it's not tolerated here. Because it's, it's a scripture-based church. So if you want this young woman, remember the teachings, the word that has been taught in this house. See, the kind of a, a spouse or husband or wife you have in the house. No matter how you may think of him or her, The world may appear to be very nice. But the Bible tells us that the Lord looked at the inside. The world, people have words to describe in ways that, you know what, even God himself didn't inform me that way. The connections, the connections. We talked about people who owe their very life to you. See, there are some people mighty things so that we'll be blessed like the gift of like let's say have changed the world you have changed computing because okay was so different and the type of jobs that have my have jobs i don't care what you do for a living of of of, of technology in the way you do things today tells us the fool said there's no god but even that brings all these things. All these things so that we may be blessed. And that's one of the ways the Lord through those jobs. See, if you look at the book of Matthew, righteous and the righteous. Christians, hey, look at the country of Ghana. How many Christians are there? It's about four or five years. The bridge still has not, they still don't have the parts. Nothing has been done. That's what the Lord also knows. They said, He causes fall on the righteous and also the unrighteous. That you may be a son of your father in heaven. The son caused, he causes son to rise on the evil and on the good. And sets rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg may say that there is no God. But guess what? Facebook now is propagating the gospel. Don't you think the Lord knows that? But it is also to send his message. See, the Lord brings certain people in our lives. To bring a certain blessings in our lives. I know my time is well over. To bring certain blessings in our lives. Some of these people are permanent. Some of these people are husbands or wives. And we must remember them. We must have a certain reverence for them. 
Because we can all say that I'm mean, how you are a blessing to me. How you are a blessing to me. How you are a blessing to me. But I'll tell you, in the book of Genesis tells us that the Bible says that in Abraham in blessings will I bless him. He did he did he said Abraham. Abraham in blessings will I bless him. Karen, maybe let's show the scripture so that people don't think that. Look at Genesis chapter 22, verse 17 and 18. And then afterwards, you can go to Genesis 13. Genesis 22, verse 17 and 18. Amen. I will surely bless you and make, you, and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore and descend, your descendants will take possessions of the cities of, of the enemy. Through your offspring, all the nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. He took his nephew Lot with him. And the Bible tells us that so he took his nephew with him. Lot was no So Abraham went out from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had and Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. Continue. From, from the Negev he went from place to place until, until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and I, where his tent had been earlier. What I'm saying to you is that Lot had nothing. But because of association with Abraham, Lot became rich. Because of association with whom you are married to, now you can live in the place where you could have never imagined or dreamed. Or eat food that you, have ne you could have never even imagined. Because of this church, most people, like Natasha said, if it wasn't this church, I wouldn't have been traveling anywhere. Am I, am I saying something wrong? You said that. Because, because, because of this church, most, most people would have never gone to Memphis. What business do you have in Memphis, Tennessee? What business do you have in Atlanta? But some of us, even before the church, we were traveling. We were going places because we were adventurous. We wanted to see the world. We wanted to see these great 52 states or 50 states. And you can say that, oh, how has this church been a blessing to you? Well, this church has been a great blessing to you and I. So what I'm saying to you is by association. So let us not undermine the association that the Lord has brought into our lives. The friendship. How easily we do all our friends because you want to rise up. How our friends, who are supposed to be friends from, from whatever may be, now they're like arch enemies. See, I can tell you, a lot of my blessings, whether work, whatever, has come through the Lord touching the heart of friends that I've known for years. 
See, no one's an island. Amen. I have a lot to share with you, but time will not permit me. And we just try this and move close, please. Forgive me. Uh, I didn't come here until like, what is this, 12.20. So, Nana had eaten my time, so uh, blame him. Amen. <laughs> Workers who are prone to abandoning you, may you be delivered from abandonment. Wow. Second Timothy 2, 4.10. 4, Every minister has a, a, a demas. Every ministry, every ministry or, or an employee who abandoned you in the ship in the midst of the journey. May the Lord deliver you from someone who has the tendency of abandoning you. After you have cooked and fried the fish in the kinky and done all of that and scaled the fish, he says, my mother said. My mother said. Didn't your mother also say that to eat the food? Amen. Amen. So, if the one who, who's with you who have not abandoned you, they have, over, they, they have overlooked what their mother said. Amen. Wow. For demons, because he loved this world, oh, loved this world, has deserted me. And has gone to Thessalonica, Crescent, has gone to Galatia, and Titus to Dalmatia. Hey, for the love of this world. This world that is passing away. He's left the gospel. This world that is passing away. May you not become Demas. I pray that you will not become Demas. You will not. Amen. And to do that, you must also recognize that, that God has also brought these people into your life to help you. Sometimes people abandon us because we haven't recognized that the Lord has brought them into our lives to help. He didn't know that his blessing came from being associated with Sodom and Gomorrah was enough. He looked up north and the, and the land was green. What is he going to do? And he left. Thinking that now he's self-sufficient. But he did not know that his very breath and his very life and his blessings was tied to Abraham. Yes, some of us you may think that even our lives, why do I need this guy? I'm working, I'm a professional, I can take care of my kids. Go and read about Lad and Abraham. Go and read. You will see, if the Lord didn't send angels to come back, send Abraham back, Lad would have seen Pepe. Amen. The church is quiet. Jolie, Nana, I need help. Amen. Wow. Wow. You see, John tells us that you should not love this world. We should turn away, away.
from the, the, the pleasures of this world. And if you turn away from the, from, the, from the worldly possessions. Amen. But lastly, workers who refresh you. May you find someone who refreshes you. May the Lord send a refresher into your life. Hey, so like we all need someone who refreshes us all. And that person may not be your husband or your wife. So like, there are people who always refreshes us. Like I said to you last Tuesday, I mean, every time I talk to Eugene, I'm happy. But the things you tell me, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, is that really? But he's a refresher. He's a refresher. And I have a, I have a very good friend that, that I could, very good, I mean, a very good friend of mine. Every time I'm going home, if I get a chance, I'll call, we'll talk. Ah, he, just, he just refreshes the way he even, he will laugh. It just refreshes me. There's someone I've known for years. We all need that. We all need someone who refreshes us. Refreshes us. But may that refresher person be the same sex. Otherwise, you, are, you have to start refreshing now. You start substituting for your wife or your husband. Amen. Amen. Oh no, it's true. But sometimes you may think that you may have a husband. Who doesn't say much, and you have you have you have this what they call phlegmatic sanguino type of guy who's always refreshing and making you laugh. Not careful, next you know you are in his bed. Now I'm preaching. Yeah, I mean, forgive me if you forgive me if you are sanguine type, because sanguine type sanguines are, are demons and faithful. Yeah, because they have a way of refreshing you. And the, see, the heart of man, the, the heart of a person easily draws to certain words. And if you are not careful, next you know that you know what? The things you have believed. <laughs> Amen. But 2 Timothy 1.16, where we find our refresher. See, People who refresh you, as the bishop was talking about, these are people who are not ashamed of you. They are not ashamed of you. I know my time is gone. Like I said, you should talk tonight to give my time back. Amen. Amen. They, see, they love everything about you. They love everything about you. See, they have the deepest love for you. They have some sort of a personal love for you. They don't, they don't look at your ugly, the ugly side or the bad or the good side. They just, they just have this deep personal love for you. May the Lord send that, such a person into your life who will refresh you, who, who, who will say that it's okay. It's okay, no matter what. It's okay. And this may be a bad example, but I'll use this. God forgive me. Remember when, when OJ's situation happened, right? What's his best friend that was with him? No, it wasn't the Kadashi, it was another person. Yeah. See, even though the situation was a, some way situation, but he had a friend who was always with him. Even when he flew in California, he was with him. 
That's the friend. That's the friend even in the, in the most dire circumstances. He's still with you. Even when you have done the most evil, the most un whatever it may be, he's still with you. He's still with you. You have seen your ugly side, your bad side, but it says that there's more to you than the ugly side. There's more to you than the ugly side. And I pray that God will send people who refresh you. As God has sent me people in first love that who refreshes me. Amen. Wow. So it said, May the Lord show mercy to the house of Onesiphorus because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. Hey. See, this is not being familiar with the person. And it's as if we will have that as spouses. Our homes and our marriages will be so refreshed and it's so fine. Because not ashamed of my chains. Amen. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I pray that God will make you a refreshing to people you work for. That God will make you a refreshing person. Let's stand up and pray for a few minutes. That God will make you a refreshing person. That God will give you the spirit of a son and a daughter. That God will give you the spirit, will help you to have the same spirit as the leader. Oh, mashanda kasandara bababai. Maramushanda karamushandara bababai. Madaramushanda karamushanda karabai. Oh, yes, 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 Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord, make me a refreshing person. Make me a refreshing worker, both in your house and, and in your house, oh Lord, and the work that you have given me, Lord. Lord, help me that I will not abandon anyone. That I will not abandon your work. I will not abandon your work of ministry. Help me, Lord, to become a son, a son. Pray that the Lord will help me to become a son and a daughter who will bring refreshing, who will bring refreshment. Help me, Lord. Help me to have the same spirit. The Lord will help you to have the same spirit. The Lord will help you to have the same spirit. As the leader, as the pastor, the Lord will help you. Pray that, Lord, let your power come upon me. Let your power of love, your power of the same spirit come upon me. Oh, I pray that in this church, people, people will begin to work for the Lord with the same spirit. Follow Jesus. Take up your cross every day. Don't be ashamed. No, no. To say that you
salvation, Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for making us a refreshing people, O oh Lord, that we may be refreshing, O oh God, that we may refresh and encourage the men of God that you have given us, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you honor. Father, I pray for your people, O oh Lord. Pray for your people, Lord. That the blessings that comes with being a son and a daughter in the house be their portion, Lord. May they walk in that blessings, O oh Lord. May they have the same spirit, O oh God, and the same spirit that brings fame and blessings, O oh God. May they walk in that faithfulness, Lord. May they walk in the doctrines and the manner of life, O oh God, that you have shown us. Father, deliver them, O oh God, from abandoning you, O oh God. From abandoning your work, Lord. Father, deliver us, O oh God. Father, O oh Lord, may we recognize and remember that, O oh Lord, that we owe our very life to you, O oh Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the refreshing spirits. We honor you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And let all the saints say amen. 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 Either you or me. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, please lift up your hand. Now I'll pray with you. Now I'll pray with you. Lift up your hands and I'll pray with you. Amen. Please don't leave this place. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed any man. Amen. Wow. Wow. Is there anyone visiting us for the first time? Please give us a wave so we know we can welcome you well. The lighthouse wave. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, Please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.